The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we are here with the wonderful Kelly Smith from Care Partners Senior Living. And we've been talking about decluttering, downsizing. How do you get things ready to move forward? And I know so many families right now are in that process. How do we even begin? And so we talked a little bit in our first segment about setting up a sorting um, section. We're going to talk in this last uh, segment about three piles that you need to make. And so, Kelly, welcome back, and let's talk about that. Those three piles are going to be very important. Because once you get mom settled, you still got to go back and deal with her house now, what? Yeah. So yeah. You, you should have. What is it we talked about? Sell? Donate? Yeah. Fresh. Yes. Those are the last three um, bins. And by the way, I'm going to have Mike um, put up on the website a wonderful infographic that's going to cover our conversation today. Um, so you'll be able to hear when Mike puts up Kelly's um, uh, her, her um, segment. So we can certainly talk about that. But the first one is what do you want to sell? That's your first bucket. So talk a little bit about how to do that. Well, if mom has decided she no longer wants that China, the first thing I would do is get online, get people to, um, I would get online like on eBay, for example, mm-hmm. and look and see if there's any of that China on there already. It isn't mm-hmm. selling. Mm-hmm. It isn't selling. It, are people buying that kind of stuff online? And if the answer is no, then maybe it's still makes. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. the answer is, oh, good Lord, I didn't realize that those coffee cups mom got, you know, back in, you know, 1962 are actually worth $10 mm-hmm. a piece. Sell them on eBay. Sell them. Yeah. If you can. yeah. But there's lots of, there's marketplace. There's lots of different places you can sell things and items. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also have an estate sale and just have everything marked and have people come in and buy things if that's what you want to do at the end. Absolutely. And there's but, organizations that will actually do that for you. Yeah, so you, you can, can actually... Um, call it, uh, we've had an organization called Be Organized on our show, and awesome. yep. they are awesome. They will come in and help you figure all of these pieces out. So if you're if you're looking at specifically, you know, how do you specifically um, look at where to sell something? I don't even know where to begin. This is some ways in which you can do it. Now, jewelry. I would go to an estate jewelry organization or or, um, a jewelry store. And first and foremost, you need to get whatever you're going to sell appraised. You need to understand. I'm going to warn people about this right now. Yes. When you go to these places online, they go, we buy gold, we buy stuff, don't do it. You're going to wind up giving away at a tenth of what it's worth. Correct. I actually have a family who, who bought a seven, their mother's wedding ring was worth seven grand. But none of the kids want it, but they didn't do the research and they got seven hundred dollars because they got taken. Because they went to one of those places. Pawn shops. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, no, you don't, don't want to do that. that. No. Or these off the wall places that buy gold. Make sure that you really do find a reputable antique yeah. jeweler that's gonna be honest with you about what Correct. your stuff is worth. And there Correct. there's one in almost every town. Every place has got one. I think Kirkland has two. Redmond's got one. Bellevue's got several. Um, and they're honest, good people that, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're going to tell you what it's worth and what they're willing, they're willing to pay for it or, or where you can yeah. sell it. So most yeah. of them have got really good information for you as well to follow through. But you're going to run across other things. Do you need to keep mom's kids? Yeah. You know, 
the tennis shoes she wore out in the garage for, you know, that she only did gardening in that she wore for 20 yeah. years coming up. Why? Throw it away. You know, yeah. you also have to be realistic about what's important to keep and what's not. Right. Right. So in looking at, like you talked about the China, and maybe it's not going to sell on eBay. Then you look at donation, correct? And, and again, with donation, you have to understand too, is this going to be a donated item that you're going to get your feelings hurt? You go into Salvation Army or, or, or Value Village and it's sitting on a counter or in a special thing asking $100 for, are you going to be mad? And if you're not going to be mad, then don't worry about it. Donate it to those kind of places. But there's also other charities. Um, there's a place right now that's helping a lot of immigrants yeah. that come over here from other countries that don't have anything but the shirt off their back. Yeah. If, you, if you're going to give it away, maybe there's some items that someone else could use and be very grateful to have. Mm-hmm. So with things like that, if you're not going to make any money on it, it's not a family heirloom sure. um, or something nobody else wants. Mm-hmm. Also do a kind act and benefit someone else. Yes. I would say that that's true. And also just keep in mind that, you know, there might be two ethnic charities. Like, for example, um, my mom has a bunch of Swedish crystal, right, order force. And we bought that when we were in Sweden. And so one of the things that I know is her Swedish heritage. Someday she probably won't, I won't be able to sell it for what it's worth. And I would probably be offended if somebody, you know, wanted to get, you know, $150 for the set because it's not worth that. But what I would probably do is go to a Scandinavian society or something like that, that would appreciate it um, and let them, you know, have it, you know, for other families that are of that of ethnic culture. Those are the kind of things that we can look at. Of how do you do that um, to donate? And then, of course, the other thing is, is if it's a charity uh, situation, they should be able to give you a tax deduction receipt for things of value. So you still get something out of it if you donate it. And that almost might be better for you rather than doing a, you know, actual sale process, especially if you're selling a house and selling all these things, you're going to have some capital gains. So having a, a bunch of donation receipts certainly helps you on the tax liability side as well. You bet. And again, it's always good to do a little bit of research too. You know, mm-hmm. you, you can, but, but, but for the folks that don't have time, if you just don't have time, you know, some people, some of our listeners right now are listening to this going, you got to be kidding me. I have to do all of this. No, you don't. There are other people that can come in and help. And, and, and there's yeah. lots of other companies out there, like you said, is it, is it Be Organized? Is that the name of that company? Yeah, I talked to B-E-E. her once. Yeah, lovely. They're lady. wonderful. They're the kindest people. But she also, what I found about her, she's very intelligent. She knows what she's, she's doing. Very um, Very good at what she does. And But I'm just saying there's companies out there, too. If you're thinking about, oh, good Lord, i got to sort through all this stuff. i got to take <laughs> this information. i got to put stuff online. Some people love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, keep them busy. you got something to do. Other people are like, I don't have time. Yeah. You can look online. You can You can call. You, I mean, people you know, talk to you and get advice from all the different people you know as well. Yeah. But there's a lot of good companies out there. So if it's too overwhelming, don't make yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. You can hire somebody to come in and do the estate sale. Come in and, and one more resource. I will. I I don't want to neglect to say is SAS. Oh, aren't they great? SAS will do everything from beginning to end. They will help you. And they will help the family. They will talk to the family. And they do that. They will even give you money up front so that you can move into a community. And then they deal with the sale of your house afterwards, which I'm such a huge fan of 
their model. Um, and Rebecca is amazing. Yeah, you know, they're 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 so amazing. But again, I, I love them, and we refer to them quite a bit. But the other thing you have to keep in mind is if you hire somebody to come in, you don't get to come in there and micromanage them no. and say, "Oh, you can't donate that. You can't sell this." You know, you got to let them do their jobs too. Exactly. Really exactly. Then you got to do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you got to take that into consideration. And the thing that's really, I, I would be remiss to say is that you work in collaboration with organizations that do like what Be Organized does or what, you know, um, SAS does or things like that. You guys are a team and you'll work as a team with the family. And so finally, when you get the stuff sold, one more thing about donation, and I just want to touch on before we go to the final uh, piece, is what about um, friends and family? Um, when you've gone through, there's going to be stuff in the house that people have forgotten about that they didn't realize or anything like that, that, that was there. Um, I think the next thing to do is have the, before you throw anything away or before you donate anything away is bring your close friends and family over that, you know, that are accessible to you. And you could also do it through FaceTime and just see what you could, you know, if there's anything that they would like, because um, I think that would mean a lot to the person that's, you know, whoever's moving, if you're moving or your loved one is moving to know that somebody's doing that. And I, I will tell you that when I I've said this on the show before, but I'm going to say it again. Um, when I had my mom's crystal, I don't care if I would have her over and she was in a wheelchair and it was a lot of effort for me to bring her to my house. But when I did bring her to my house um, and I'd make her something even silly like macaroni and cheese, I served her on that china. I always, she would look at me like, I can't believe I'm eating macaroni and cheese on, on china. I go, mom, every day you're with me, it's a celebration and we're going to eat on china every single time. And we can do that important to me. And it, it, and it made her happy. It's like, it makes me so happy that my daughter is enjoying, you know, um, things. And I think that that's just so awesome. Um, and that's the other thing. So let's talk the last thing about when you throw things away. Okay. There's different ways to do that. First of all, we want to be sustainable. Um, so obviously making sure that there's two, basically in the final stages, things that can be recycled um, in recycling, but also things that are actual trash um, that you can't recycle, like those tennis shoes, right? Um, uh, one of the things I do want to touch on really quick is any sort of paperwork that you're throwing away, old, um, you know, things, make sure that you get a shredder and you shred everything. We want to make sure that there's nothing gets into the hands of other people, you know, that may be sorting through the trash or anything like that. And oftentimes you'll go into a home office and we'll see stacks and files of documents from 20 years ago that was in there that you're throwing away, but it's got a social security number on it, or it has some sort of a password to a safety deposit box or something like that. We want to make sure that those things are protected. So that's one thing I'm going to say. Is there any last um, uh, comment that you have, Kelly, on that? Just, just also remember that a lot of the communities, too, that you might move into, it might be even okay for mom to bring things, like you said earlier, like rose bushes uh, for, her, for the garden outside that would be leave a legacy for her. 
those rose bushes will always be from this sweet lady. We we always remember mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talk to the communities. That's all I say is don't get rid of anything assuming it can't be brought. Yeah. Talk to your talk to the person who's helping you coordinate all of this at the community and see what they can do to help you. You might actually be pleasantly surprised that you can accommodate your loved one without killing yourself. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know? Yes. And, and and still have them have a, a wonderful time in their new place and, and get to meet new people and, and have a good time, but also get to share a little who they are. Yeah. Not yeah. bad thing. Awesome. Kelly, thank you so much to, for being with us this hour. And to each and every one of you, um, this next weekend here, as we are taping it, as we speak tomorrow, and Sunday is our Easter Sunday. And we want to wish each and every one of you a happy Easter. And um, I hope you're spending it with friends and family, as you probably haven't done for a long time. Um, and we, as we're coming together um, post-COVID, so um, have a wonderful holiday, everyone. And to you also, Kelly. Thank you, my friend. I hope you do as well. Thank you so All much. All right, everyone. And thanks so much. And until next week, be good to each other. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.